you can make these decisions really quickly. You can make the decision to sit and work your nine to six and burn yourself out. Or you can make the decision to go, hang on a minute, I need a break. I'm going to make it work. And I love that you're leading by example and showing that actually you make the decision, you put your flat on Airbnb and you figure it out because that's what we're good at doing, right? Welcome to Scaling Simplified, a weekly conversation diving into our knowledge of teams, finance, strategies, and startups to help you scale a business you're not a slave to. I'm Pip. And I'm Georgia. And between us, we have over 20 years of experience in big corporates and small startups to share with you. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Now, today's episode is a little bit different from usual, and it's a little bit more of an off-the-cuff episode. Essentially, Georgia and I were having a little chat before we started recording, and it turns out that a few things have happened for both of us in the last week or so that really brought some really key things into perspective for us. And we thought that we're not the only people who've experienced these thoughts and been talking about these things. So we really wanted to take you behind the scenes and bring you into the conversation with us. And really for us, it was all about highlighting how much we see people putting off enjoying their lives and letting their businesses run their lives and I think the big thing here is that often we come from corporate to start our businesses and then we treat our business as if we're still working in corporate and so we were talking about why this happens and how we've actually gone out there and made our businesses support our travel plans and support all the fun things we want to do in life and so we thought we'd just share how we've done this why it's important And maybe also give you just that little prompt if you have been thinking, gosh, I just really need a break or I really want my business to support my life a bit more and give me that freedom that I was really hoping for when I started. Hopefully this episode will give you that little nudge and also some really tangible actions and steps you can take to help you do it. So Georgia, I know this is a topic that is so close to your heart as well as mine. It's really about living your life and having your business support that. But why is it so important that we make sure that we don't allow ourselves to be trapped like an employee in our business and to actually allow our businesses to give us that freedom and support our life and in having fun? Yeah, it's such a good question because it's a trap that, not a trap, but it's something that we all fall into. And I'm by no means saying that now that we're doing this episode, you and I have completely perfected this because we haven't. We're at different stages of like <laughs> realizing how it's going to go. But, you know, we we built our businesses because we didn't want to be trapped. We wanted that freedom of being able to not only work with clients that we love working with, to work in our zone of genius, to enjoy what we do every day and to feel super motivated by the businesses that we've created for both of us it was really quite a holistic thing as well in terms of we no longer wanted to be based in a city where we maybe needed to be to do our work we wanted to be in different locations in the world like making use of the different things that you can do there for me I love the mountains I also love the seaside (laughs) but I think for both of us a lot of our time is we want to spend a lot of our time outdoors and that is not conducive with still being in a corporate role which is something that just one of the many ingredients that spurred us on to start our business but I think 
as business owners, I mean, you've got a graft. When you start a business, you do have to work hard and you do really enjoy it. Most of the time, I love the work that I'm doing. So it can be really easy to get into it for quite a long day, day after day after day. But essentially, we mustn't sacrifice the things that we started the business for to do that because once you start getting into that routine of working long days, long hours, you actually find, I don't know, maybe even 50% of your to-do list is not necessarily things that you have to do that that you particularly want to do, that need to be done, that are going to move the needle. So how do we get into that space of reconnecting to the reason that we started in the first place and dropping those things from the to-do list whether we are just dropping them completely because they actually don't matter in the scale of it refocusing into the bits that are important in the business or we're giving them to someone else you know bringing in team whatever it is so I think at this point in the summer and, and because of you know things that have been happening in our own lives recently it's really about reconnecting with that vision of what's important not just about your business but how your business fits in with the rest of your life what's the other important stuff in there because if you start neglecting that it's going to impact on your business in the longer term oh I 100% agree on that and I think it's so easy especially in summer when there's so much going on we allow our to-do list to dictate our life and we think we can't go and do this because our to-do list is so long and actually as you say it's stepping back and going hang on a minute most of the stuff on here isn't important But we get ourselves stuck, I think, in that employee mindset where here is my to-do list. I need to get through and tick off everything on my list for me to succeed in my job. But the thing is, when you run a business, you're not an employee. It's not your job to tick off everything on your to-do list. It's your job to step back and understand the bigger vision and put that strategy together and understand where you need to delegate out these tasks or where you need to delete these tasks or where you might put a delay on something. And it's really stepping back from that employee, I'm so busy mindset into I am the leader and I need to really step back and think about my big, big vision. And I think certainly for me, I know when I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed with everything, it's so easy to get trapped in employee mindset because that's safe. Like that's our safe zone, right? You're like, I just tick things off my to-do list. I get that little dopamine hit when I tick it off. But actually, as you say, it's coming back to why did we start our business in the first place? And I think another thing for me is really that you need changes of scene often. I find that if I've been working really hard on a project, and as you say, I love doing it, but once you get towards the end of something, it you can feel like the brakes grinding you slowly to a halt and you really need to like inject that enthusiasm again in your business. And for me, getting to a different place, literally physically being in a different place can make such a difference to like my enthusiasm for the business and can really help me see the business in a whole new light or really increase my vision on how we're going to get there. And I know certainly I've taken breaks in the past and traveled to really help me reconnect with the business and really bring back that excitement and decide where I want to go. And I think that's so important as entrepreneurs that we continue to take the time and put importance and place importance on that time of stepping back into our vision and not getting sort of stuck in the weeds of all the doing. And it's really important if we want our business to take us to where we want to get to, that's actually one of one of our key jobs to do that. But I think sometimes we don't give ourselves the permission to do that because back in that employee mindset, we should be ticking off the to-do list rather than taking that time and space 
to reignite our passion and our energy. That's so true. When you get out from under that to-do list, it changes everything, like the way you're looking at stuff. And I know that this is something you're doing at the moment, because as we speak, you are living in America for three months, um, riding horses and doing all the things that you love to do. But I imagine to do that, you've had to rethink about stuff. So tell me, like, how, how does it feel running your business from the other side of the world for three months? I mean, freaking amazing, obviously, (laughs) that my business lets me do this. But, you know, I'll be honest, it's taken, this isn't the first time I've, you know, gone for an extended period of time and traveled. And it's taken me a time to really understand how to do it effectively and in a way that works for me because it looks different for everyone. But what is so cool as online business owners is that we can do this if we make the decision to make it work and to do it. And there's there is definitely front work and I front load some of the work to make it easier. But I think also it's making that decision and really understanding what's actually important. And some of the time it's maybe going, well, actually for me, I need a bit of me time and the business isn't going to stop growing, but maybe we'll slow down our growth a little bit and there'll be a little bit less push in the business as I recharge and reconnect with why I'm doing this. And then you might come home and be full speed at everything. And there's also the the very like tactical operational side of things. Well, how do you actually make this work if you're in a different time zone to your team and they can't necessarily get hold of you at every single moment of the day? And what can you do and what can you put in place to automate things or to support your team happening from a very like practical point of view? But I think if you think about those two aspects of kind of the strategic place and where you are as a leader and then the actual operational side of things, it's so easy to do it's a lot easier than you think it's just making the decision to do it what do you think are the the things that you have not compromised on within your role that you have taken with you and what are the things that you've temporarily handed over or ditched long term so the biggest thing for me is that when I'm away my interaction with my team, I would say almost goes up a notch. And I think more about my team than the actual doing of many of my tasks. So for me, it's really making sure that everybody understands what's going on. That communication is so clear that any little, you know, miscommunications or issues are picked up straight away. And I know we talked about this in our previous episode about how to have difficult conversations, but for me, being away and not necessarily always working the same time of day as my team it's really important that I know that they're confident in what they're doing and they're delivering and questions are answered so that has been my biggest thing now that didn't used to be the case when I didn't have such a big team but certainly now that the team's grown my view is that if I can keep the team happy and moving things through the business will run itself right And it used to be when I didn't have so much team, it was more the very operational things. What do I really need to ensure is happening? Sales are coming into the business. Clients are happy. Products have been fulfilled and sent out to the customers that purchase them. Whereas now it's slightly different because my team deals with all of that. It's how can I ensure that my team are happy whilst doing that? So I think the question really depends on kind of what stage of business you are and what your business structure looks like. But it's really focusing on those needle moving things. And actually, a lot of the stuff that I let go of tends to be more the admin side of things or tracking data that's not actually giving me the information that's useful. And those are things that I then just leave. 
behind. And it's a really good way every year to understand what are you doing in your business every week that actually it's not moving the needle forward. It's just wasting your time because if you're doing it every week, you sometimes don't question that. You just go ahead and merrily do it, don't you? Definitely. And I think it's such a good way of culling those pointless activities, which you maybe started because you thought, yeah, this could be useful to do this. Mm. And then you've continued to do out of habit because you can't remember why you first started to do them. And now as you're planning to go away and you're thinking, right, I need to condense everything I do into just two hours a day. So actually what's really important is brilliant. It just gets you back into the non-negotiable routine rather than all the other things that we pile on our plate that we're not necessarily that enthusiastic about or might not get us anywhere. I love this. So what would be your big advice to someone that was looking to relocate perhaps to a different time zone for an extended length of time? I think there are a couple of things which have really helped. First one is communicating with my team way in advance. So my team they now know this happens every year. It's not a surprise when I'm like, oh, I'm going off to play with ponies in the summer. You know, they know I'm the crazy horse girl that just loves to sit out in the sun and ride the horses. But certainly it's helping people understand that this is happening as early as possible in the year so we can plan together with each individual team member what that looks like, how it's going to affect their role, what can we do to make sure that they know what's going on and they know where to come to with questions and you know, maybe it's making sure that SOPs and all those things are really up to date and they're really, really clear in their role and what they have to deliver and what their deliverables are. And then alongside that is also a lot of my team get a lot of flexibility. So it's understanding their summer plans and how we're going to put everything together so they can have that flexibility too. Because, you know, it really is from my perspective, you lead by example, if you want your team to have that flexibility and produce amazing work, you know, I'm going to do it. So I expect them to do it. But I think when they get to see the person leading the company doing it so successfully, then they know that they can be really successful in having that flexibility in their work and still delivering really, really good work. And then I think it's just operationally what has to happen to keep the business running and what markers are there where if say sales go below a certain value or if something doesn't get done you know like tax returns or VAT returns you know that kind of thing what are those key deadlines I need to mark in my calendar or what can I prep in advance for those so I know whilst I'm away there's one or two really key things that I need to keep my brain focused on but actually everything else can go and then I think finally it's trying to find kind of a regular way to communicate with your team so for instance I set one non-negotiable that I will speak to my team and we'll have a full team meeting every single week. And that's on Zoom. I expect everyone to be there. I make, I really go out of my way to make that happen because I know for me personally, that's what keeps us really unified and that's what keeps everybody on track. It'll look different for every business. But if we have that really regular touch point and then ability to communicate outside of that, and then I know if there's any markers where things are going to go wrong, this is where I need to step in. I think then it's actually just about going out and enjoying yourself and letting go of all the things you think you should be doing and actually living in that moment and enjoying that time off as well. Because if not, what's the point in having a break if you're not actually giving yourself that break? It goes so fast as well. If you don't Mm -hmm. take those opportunities, like if you suddenly have an idea, do you know what? Like I had two days ago, I really need to get to the seaside. Like I need to be by the sea. I need some sunshine. I need vitamin D. I need to just 
read some trashy books and not think about anything business related for at least five days. I like to do things quite last minute. I definitely don't plan as much in advance for for such long periods of time. But generally, the thing that prompts me is I'll say, right, I need to go away. So then I'll put my apartment on Airbnb. And if someone then decides they want to book it, I'm like, well, now I have to go away because I literally have nowhere to stay. <laughs> so it pushes me into doing that. But it's a little bit like I I always suggest this to CEOs, even because holiday with your family, if you're going on holiday with family or your other half or friends can be very different. But if you are going away as a CEO just for a day or two, like take yourself off for a night somewhere and really have a think about what's happening in your business or you want to take yourself off for a few days and switch off from your business, whatever you need to do. But I think both are really important to to have those breaks away from the kind of day to day to actually work out, hang on a minute, what am I doing here, which which isn't getting me anywhere? And, And what should I be doing differently? And it would be really easy for me because I live in a beautiful place to be like, do you know what, I can just do a few hours of work every day, and then I'll go for a hike, and then I'll go this. But actually, you need that time completely away from it to to really start to mull over those new exciting ideas about okay so I've got to here and now what's going to happen next and where could that lead me and what could that look like and oh wouldn't it be amazing if I could do this or that or the other I mean I have grand plans about living in different locations dependent on the time of year I'll keep you posted on those this time next year you can ask me but (laughs) but I love this idea of kind of moving between cities mountains and the sea dependent on the time of year how I feel what kind of energy I need whether I need people whether I need focus whether I need sport you know what's happening so I think it's just so important to just take stock and and think actually what am I all about what are the things that make me tick not just in my business but outside of my business and how can I make sure that I'm prioritizing that even when I'm stressing oh but I don't you know we're in the middle of a cost of living crisis I don't know how September's gonna look you know well actually if you've been consistent every month before you've always made it work until this point and actually by draining your battery is not gonna help you make it work if September really is going to be tough or October really is going to be tough you know take that minute to recharge when there's an opportunity I'm not saying you know book an expensive holiday to the Caribbean if you can't afford it but think about okay actually what do I need to like switch off have a change of scene be re-energized about my life and my business and kind of remember why I'm doing it all and and sort of what the point of it all is like life is for living you know do it while while we can I love also how quickly you made a decision. You had a feeling, you had that gut feeling where you're like, I need a break. And then how quickly you've actioned that in your business. And I think that is such an example to everybody listening in that you can make these decisions really quickly. You can make the decision to sit and work your nine to six and burn yourself out. Or you can make the decision to go, hang on a minute, I need a break. I'm going to make it work. And I love that you're leading by example and showing that actually you make the decision, you put your flat on Airbnb and you figure it out because that's what we're good at doing, right? And you can really just figure it out. So I guess talking on figuring it out, how does this work in reality? Like what steps can we take if we're thinking, actually, I need a break. I need to get into a new location. What kind of things are you thinking about when you're making these decisions about how you can 
just very easily do this without causing too much chaos because obviously once we're away we don't want to be then sitting on our beautiful beach stressing about our business that we've taken a break from so what can we do in our business to set us up for success whilst we're away okay the first thing I would look at is that overwhelming to-do list that we fall back to every time so first up I would look at that to-do list and think okay what on there really 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 has to be done in the next say seven days is there anything that absolutely has to be done in the next seven days and then how how do I plan for that to be done whether it's doing myself like delaying going away by one day to get it done or outsourcing it to someone else I'd also look at that list and think okay what can be delayed and when can I schedule it in so I'm actually putting it into a time block so that I don't have to worry about it because I'm no longer dragging it around on my mental to-do list of, oh, but I've got to do that. Like I've allocated a time for it. I know it's possible. I know I'm not leaving it too late if I do it at that point. What what have I just put on there because I thought I would get around to it, but actually I don't need to do. It's not going to move the needle. It's nice to have. I don't even know why I wrote it down. Let's be realistic. (laughs) I'm definitely going to go and lie by the sea. So cross those things off and then you'll be left with some things that perhaps are not, they don't need you. They're not your skill set necessarily. So how could you outsource that? Even if it's just bringing someone else in to do that for you for the week. If it is adding a bit more to your VA and saying, do you know what? I need to post something on Instagram every day this week. Can you just go back to this time last year and just repost what I posted then? No one's going to know. Whatever it is, you know, find a really simple way for those things to happen. Yeah. So first of all, I would like look at the to-do list and see what can I outsource? What can I cross off? So I'm not worrying about it while I'm away. Yeah. And I think it really comes down to just being really clear on what's actually moving the needle in your business. You know, you don't need to write content this week. As you say, I love the idea of just repurpose what you've already created. So, you know, just thinking back to your big ones, sales, you know, are you going to keep sales coming in, especially if you're going away for longer? Have you got some system that's working for you that's bringing in those sales? Or maybe actually, you know what, you're only going away for a week or two. You don't need to worry about sales coming into your business because you know you've showed up with that consistency over the last however many months or years of your business. And then what's actually moving the needle in terms of, as you say, does everybody know what they're doing? Have you outsourced, have you delegated things out? So you know that the operational side of your business is just going to keep plugging away. And I think it's really taking that step back, as you say, from that to-do list and going, what are the key things that have to happen here? Client delivery. Do your clients know what's going on? Are you going to cancel your calls for the week? Or are you going to um, still do calls whilst you're away? Is it kind of a working vacation? You know, making those decisions and making sure that your clients have been served or your customers are, are getting their products. Really, those are the only things you need to think about. Admin stuff can be picked up later or can be picked up by other things or other people. You don't need to be worrying about that. So really taking that step back and thinking what's really important, everything else can go. Yeah, I agree. And this could also be an opportunity for somebody in your team to step up and take on some other stuff. So I would say, I mean, obviously we should never say, oh, August is quiet and think we're not going to make any sales. But historically, August is a little bit quieter. So actually... Mm -hmm. This might be a great month for someone on your team to take on a new responsibility. And perhaps you're setting it out before you go away and you're saying, okay, give them permission to do X, Y, and Z. 
if x y or z happens then yes alert me or delay them until next the next week sort of thing so you're said it's sort of saying give this a try but if you feel out of your depth then it's fine just postpone it till I get back that kind of thing and in terms of thinking of the team like think about how you're going to communicate with them over that week you know are you going to ask them to use their initiative and if something isn't business breaking urgent either your best guess because you hired them because they're great and you trust them and they understand the business or just delay it until I get back. Use your best initiative to make it sound like the business really cares about whatever this inquiry is that's come in, but we can't deal with it until next week. So yeah, communicating with your team on how they're going to handle those things. Because if you say, look, comms are only to me if the business is about to break, most things will get handled. And it's amazing what people are going to come up with. And I think, as you said earlier, Pip, it's really important that we're leading by example. So, you know, you're saying to them, like, don't contact me when I'm on holiday, unless it's absolutely essential, because in the same way, you're not contacting them if they're on holiday, you know, Mm -hmm. like you want to let them have a break, totally switch off and not need to be in that. And it works in with this idea of kind of rewarding people differently. So I'm slightly off on a tangent, but I want us to think about this idea of lead by example, lead in a way that shows other people how to handle their time. So Mm -hmm. instead of encouraging your team to sit there for 40 hours doing whatever project it is, you're saying, do you know what? we thought that was going to take four days and you've done it in four hours. That's amazing. Like, well done. Like, it'll pay you another couple of hours because you did it so quickly or perhaps you can move on to this, you know. Find other ways of rewarding the team or say, you know, great, go and take a half day off because you did that so quickly. You know, you've deserved an afternoon with your friends doing something nice or whatever it is. So we're leading by example and we're switching the way we try and do things and we're changing up that communications with the team. And I think rewarding your team for using their initiative and for automating things or for figuring out new processes to do things quicker and better, I think is so important that we reward our team for doing that and we don't go, great, so you've managed to make this quicker and now I'm going to like fill every single hour of your day and not reward you by doing that because ultimately our business will grow faster and be better if everybody uses their initiative and is rewarded for using their initiative and bringing it forward. And I guess on the topic of automation, there is so much we can do nowadays to make things happen for us whilst we're not there. You know, we can schedule all of our marketing and our sales in advance. There's lots we can do in terms of pulling people through our pipeline by having our automated email sequences. If you've got a product-based business, you can outsource and find a 3PL. So they do all of your fulfillment. You might have a customer service team that's outsourced or in-house that can, as you say, do a lot of this for you. So actually, so much of it's either automated or outsourced very few things should be coming to you barring you know the business actually burning down you shouldn't need to be contacted in your time off in the same way that we're not going to contact our team in the time off so really thinking about what how can you use technology to help automate these things and take tasks off team members so they can then focus on the really important things or maybe as you say step up and take on some of the work that you do and use tech to really support them in doing that I love that and When you're doing that, you also need to consciously switch your mindset a bit, don't you? Because you're saving yourself all this time by 
really thinking outside the box, kind of hate that phrase, but, you know, thinking about things differently to automate stuff and make things more efficient and make things more streamlined. So if you are doing that and you're therefore probably achieving the same amount in a 20 hour work week, don't then make yourself sit at your desk for 40 hours just because you're conditioned that way from school University depends what you did at university from school (laughs) onwards, you know, like you've got to actually think, well done me. I have saved myself 20 hours this week. I can make the same amount of money in 20 hours as I can in 40 hours. So I'm going to reward myself by just working the half week this week, taking a long weekend, getting to the coast. It's all about the sea for me at the moment, as you can tell. (laughs) I know sea's on the brain, but it is, it's that mindset piece, isn't it? It's it's not only just letting yourself have that break, but it's really giving yourself permission to go and take that time away for you. And to be honest, knowing that doing that will generally help your business. I don't know about you, but every time I'm away, <clears throat> excuse me, I come back and my vision is so much brighter. I've got so much renewed enthusiasm and energy. And it's really about giving myself that permission to go away and take a step back and not worry about all the little things and really only worry about those one or two needle moving activities that I identified way back when, when I was planning and going and living in the moment. Because I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, that we're coming back to here. It's about your business is here to support your life. And so don't let your business dictate your life give yourself that permission to go and sit and read trashy novels on the beach or go and drink one glass of wine too many or just have some fun and reignite your passion for your business and not worry about things you you can figure it out when you get back you're you know a smart woman when you get back if something's not gone to plan that's fine you'll figure it out you know and not worrying and spending all your time whilst away thinking about the what ifs that you need to be in there keeping everything running actually I've found that every time I take that step back and I let my team step up and I really give my permission myself that permission to step back, amazing things happen that would never would have happened if I hadn't have given myself the permission to take that break and take that time for myself. So be excited about the opportunities this is going to bring you. I love that because if you when you go away, if something does break in that week away, this is such a good way to highlight it and fix it and improve it and move it forward. So you perhaps don't need to be involved in it going forward. Okay, so this is all well and good, but if we're struggling with this, or if you're struggling with this, this idea of how good a break is going to be long-term for your business when you're worrying about everything that's on your to-do list, there are a few questions that you can probably ask yourself. And I would start with the first question being, you know, what are the absolute needle moving activities that I have to be aware of? You know, what are what are the things that have to happen every week to keep the business moving without, without fail? Do those things need to be me? If you're a one woman band, then maybe they still do. So get really specific. Okay, what are those two to three things? Give yourself permission to focus on those, perhaps while you're on holiday, setting yourself 30 minutes a day to like work on those, but only those. Okay, so you're really clear. These are the things I need to do. Everything else can wait. So when you when you switch on, that's what you're switching on to. And then for me, it's who do I need to communicate what with? So who do I need to tell that I'm away, what my working hours might be or how they might be able to communicate with me? What? I want communicated with me and what I just prefer for them to figure out themselves. As you say, 
give people that space to use their initiative to fix problems themselves. And I think with that, it's just understanding how will I communicate with you, with my team or um, third parties I work with and, and clients as well and what I expect in return. So I think it's just been really clear on those boundaries and really clear the way in which it's going to work because the last thing you want to do is not tell anyone you're away. Somebody emails you expecting response. They don't get anything back. You've not put your out of office on and then you end up having somebody that's maybe upset or can't make a decision because you've not communicated clearly enough what's happening. But if you just agree all of that in advance, it makes things really, really smooth and people will really understand why you're taking the time or that comms might be a little delayed or that they might get an email in the middle of the night and that's not you expecting them to be answering in the middle of the night it's just that their middle of the night is your middle of the day and you're doing your an hour of work so it's really just making sure that everybody's on the same page with you in terms of communication I also think it's really important to think about what you want from this change of scene like and how you can plan for that I remember we were trying to book for a, a girl's trip to go away. And, and I had a few calls that were in and my friend just said, oh, well, can't you just work while you're away? And, and I almost recoiled. <laughs> like, then I'd be missing out. Like my idea of working is probably being on my computer for five hours of the day. Like, why would I want to do that in the hotel room while you're all on the beach, you know? So you've got to get really clear. Actually, what do I want from this time off? I really just want to switch off for everything only for three days. That's all I need. Three days, not thinking about it. Okay. So can I reschedule my clients? Can I rearrange my diary? Like how can I move everything off that? So I can allow myself to switch off. Or if you're going for longer, like you are, and actually it's just a change of scene and a change of routine, and you're still going to be working, then you're going to plan it slightly differently, aren't you? So what do you actually want from that change of scene and how can you make that happen? And that really leads on to how can you stop yourself working for the sake of working? I'm sure I'm not the only person here that is, you know, a serial workaholic. And, you know, like you say, it doesn't feel like work when it's your business because it's something you love and you're so passionate about. But when you're away, how do you make sure that you're really enjoying that time? And for me, it's just filling my days with all the fun activities. So I only have... <clears throat> excuse me, a certain number of hours in the day to actually work. But then it's also little things like take emails off your phone. So you can only look at emails when you come into the hotel. If you're somebody that just can't help themselves and has to check out emails or your Slack or your social media whilst you're out and about, just, just delete it off your phone. You don't need it. And then have one time of the day where you check things. And I think just tiny things like that, if you're not good at stepping back and setting those boundaries for yourself, will make the difference. And I think it's really asking yourself, like, what am I confident in? You know, where are my boundaries confident? And where am I, maybe I do need that little bit of help by just removing the distraction and being completely honest with yourself and saying, what what activities do I need to book in to make sure that I'm actually out there enjoying my activities? Because I think some people are really good at doing that. And some people maybe need that little bit of extra nudge. And this is your permission that if you need that little bit of extra nudge, it's totally okay to delete apps. It's totally okay to put that out of office on and to book yourself into the spa or onto a hike or, you know, out for dinner with your friends, whatever that might be. If that means you're actually really going to take advantage of this time and really recharge your batteries. Yes. Give the brain time to recharge. Mm -hmm. So this kind of gives us the takeaway that we really want everyone to remember that you built this business for freedom and to be honest, if you look back at 
the time now, this time now in two years time, you're only going to regret not taking advantage when you could of taking that time out of going on that trip to spending time with your family or your friends or getting to the sea, getting the vitamin D, whatever it is. It's so important to feel that you're making use of that freedom because when the times are stressful and and business is busy and you don't have time for that freedom, you can you can take your mind back to when you did, you know, that, that you did take that opportunity and you did recharge ready to go into the next quarter. I totally agree with you. I think it's really about remembering that if you're taking a week off, a week is not going to hinder your journey, right? You've worked so hard in your business. One week off is not going to stop you from becoming successful. In fact, if anything, it's going to propel you forwards. And if you're like me and you want to work longer periods away, working away will bring you so much excitement and really propel your business forward. And that's why you built your business. So don't sit there and think, I can't do this. My business isn't going to support me in doing this, or I just don't have the time to do this. I've got too many things on my plate. Taking that time off, I promise will make such a change for you. So just, just go and live life and just go and do it. Thank you for listening to Simplified Scaling. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And if you know someone that would love this episode too, why not share it on your stories? And don't forget to tag us. We love it when you get in touch. Head to the show notes and drop us a DM or send us an email. We can't wait to hear about your business.